welcome to the Dynasty Nerds Fantasy Football Podcast, where we discuss dynasty strategy, rankings, and all things NFL. So get ready to geek out on fantasy football with your host, Rich Dotson. And welcome to Dynasty Nerds Fantasy Football Podcast. I am your host, Rich Dotson. Here, my fellow nerd, Matt O'Hara. Hey, hey, hey. Top of the morning to you. Top of the morning, Rich. That's a week of St. Patrick's Day. It sure is. Back in the old days, we would skip school or not go to work and head downtown Cleveland very early and drink our faces off. Now, yeah, go to work. Now we just go to work. <laughs> <laughs> Normal old day. <laughs> enough, enough of that shenanigans. Hey, boss, can't come in today. Why? I'm a little bit Irish. <laughs> And that means, oh, I got to go outside and I just got to go out and just get completely hammered. Yep. Chuggles, chug some green beer, kiss some random chicks because their shirt tells me to. With a name like O'Hara, I never really got asked too many times why I was taking off for St. Patrick's Day. Ooh, I, didn't, I never even thought about that. Yeah. What percentage are you, sorry? 50. Ooh, that's half. Yeah. That's good. Mm-hmm. You're pretty Irish. I'm surprised you don't have big red hair. My dad's dad had, they called him Red. Oh, because he had red hair? Yeah. Hey, Red. Yep. Do the drapes match the curtains? Is that how that works? Something like that. Something along those lines? I got red in my beard. Oh, nice. I just never grow it. That, that joke didn't go over well. Even though I got mad tweets about last week's episode <laughs> saying that people enjoyed the Jen Jameson joke. I saw one. I, I saw, saw three. I saw one guy. Three. No, mad. one tagged you. Okay. But people All wrote right. me personally saying, hey, All right. I'm one of the few... <laughs> <laughs> that made that laughed at that joke. All right, and that's all it took. The one, the first tweet I got, I'm like, that's it, mission accomplished. Mission accomplished. That was wrong again. Somebody. <laughs> so this is the week of St. Patrick's Day. If True. you're Irish, God bless you. Yeah, if you're man. not, well, that's cool too. Everybody's Irish on St. Patrick's Day, right? I think so. Yeah, that's what it seems like at least. Is there any other holidays that celebrate like something like that? Like, there's not like an Italian day, right? Well, some people do like Columbus Day. Since I'm half Irish and half Italian, you're fifty fifty. Yeah, dude, I'm a complete mutt. Yeah. Oh, I'm all over the place. Mm-hmm. Nas- I'm nationally, I'm completely irrationally national. There you go. Yeah. Is that, you like that phrase? I made it up right in the spot. I guess so. I'm impromptu. I am. Well, before we get to St. Patrick's Day, let's, uh, let's talk about luck. Now, luck when it comes to free agency. Sometimes you can get lucky and your guy can go to a, a better situation. Sure. And succeed. But for the most part, Free agency, when people leave teams, a lot of times it doesn't, unless your name is Brandon Marshall, wherever you go, you're going to score a 1,000 yards. But for the most part, you'll see that free agency isn't always a great thing. A lot of times, it's a good situation, I think, in situations like this, is after another team signs somewhere, like for bigger money and free agency, sell. Sell that player. No, here's the deal. If it's a guy that hasn't gotten a chance to, like, really shine, but you've seen little bits that kind of intrigue you and he's going to a situation where they're like paying him to be their their wide receiver two or something like that and he's going to have a chance to blossom that's a good thing you want to keep him but if it's a guy that's already done that and he's kind of past his prime or 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 what for whatever reason you know maybe he's declined a little bit that's kind of the guy you want to get rid of uh, off your roster yeah and like I said, I mean, a lot of people had to be system fits. I mean, so many people are just successful because of the system they're in. A quarterback might not be a good pro because he's not in the right system. Uh, that's why usually for quarterbacks, you got to design your whole system around the quarterback. So system's really important. So like say like 
a player leaves and he's going to meet back up with Kyle Shanahan because he knows Kyle Shanahan's offense. Hey, that's good data. Right. But again, for the most part, people are free agents for a reason. It's because that team did not want them. Exactly. And that's usually a bad thing. So let's get into it. We'll talk about some buys. We'll talk about some lows uh, or sells. And let's talk about NFL free agency today. And then we'll get back into it next week, right back into these rookies. We'll pick up with either receivers or tight ends. We don't know. Could be anything. We're still leaving it out there. We'll see. Up in the air, coin flip. Yep. Might try and get Mike back for one of those shows, right? Right on. Mike loves that shit. Loves it. All right. So let's get into it. Uh, my favorite free agent sign of the of the year, Kenny Britt to the Cleveland Browns. Oh, my God. You got now, it. Hopefully, hopefully you're joking. Listen to me. Listen <laughs> to me. Listen to me. Okay. Now, Kenny Britt. Former first round draft pick. Yeah. Had some issues with the, you know, just with friends and the law and things along those lines. <laughs> friends and the you law. Know, yeah, that's a good way to describe it. And he wasn't, you know, he didn't have his head on straight. That's for sure. Then he signed, resigned, and he was just average. Some potential there. And I like Kenny Britton. He got hurt. Remember, he was hurt for a while, his ACL. He was hurt. But then he came back last year at 68 catches for 1,002 yards on the Rams. Yeah. No, I, I, he he definitely came impressed. back and impressed as far as the very low standard that we had for him. He he, you know, way overshot that. He was so. a wide receiver three last year, right? Easily, sure. He's going to Cleveland, who just lost Terrell Pryor, and Terrell Pryor just caught a thousand yards in Hugh Jackson's system. So there's no reason to think that Kenny Britt can't be exact. Here's what I think about Kenny Britt. I think this year in 2017 and possibly 2018. He's going to pretty much be what he did last year. I see his catches going up a little bit from 68 to get around, right around like 78, 80, right around there. I can see him getting close to maybe a little bit more yards, closer to like 1,100 as the focal point of Brown's offense. Let's see how Corey Coleman can help. So, I mean, I think he could basically be like a high-end wide receiver three for the next year and a half, two years. Well, they gave him a four-year deal, which is – um, especially this year where a lot of players are settling for short-term deals. Uh-huh. He's one of the few guys that actually did get a long-term commitment. So, I mean, that that's probably half a product of the Browns having so much cap and, and needing to spend some of it, mm-hmm. and, and half that they think, hey, this guy this guy's pretty decent. So and it's, it's still essentially a four, two-year deal, because after that, nothing, nothing's guaranteed. I right. think half the contract's well, guaranteed. Right. But yeah, so two years, I mean, he's here for two years in right. the Jackson system. Uh, my, my point was, yeah, they've, they've kind of somewhat made a commitment to this guy. Um, I'm just, I'm, I'm probably a little bit lower on him than you are. I just, Kenny, Kenny Bridge just scares the crap out of me. I mean. I mean, he's not great. Yeah. I, I, he's average. You know, my hope He's is my hope is that he can he can be like a nine hundred to a thousand yard type of guy, and hopefully Corey Coleman comes along a little bit faster. Yeah, I bet Kenny Britt breaks a thousand yards this year. You think so? Yeah, I really do. With the offensive line, they're going to have to respect that run game now. The way the Browns beefed up the offensive line, look out for Isaiah Correll. Um, maybe as a nice buy low. See what they do with the running back situation. With the Isaiah Correll tendered like that, they they might just be using Correll for one more year. And then that's it. And then draft, still draft a running back in this draft that could still potentially be the future. Remember, Isaiah Crell last year was the number three running back in the NFL until Joel Batonio, the left guard, who just got a big contract extension, went out with an injury. Right. So the offensive line, with, with the quarterback situation, look for the Cleveland to run the ball a lot. Benefit, Duke Johnson, and, of course, Isaiah Crell. Right. And, for I mean, for those of people that don't know, the Browns have, you know, obviously updated up, upgraded their center position and their 
uh, right guard. Yeah, they so have, they have a much improved yeah, offensive line. We now have year. the highest paid right guard in NFL history. Uh, our left guard's one of the top tiered paid guards. Joe Thomas, well, that's enough said. And right. then we got J.C. Treader from the Green Bay Packers at uh, center. So the offensive line went from poo-poo platter right. to spectacular. I, w- I yeah. I'd say now, I would even say spectacular. I should say spectacular a little bit more flamboyantly. They're probably one of the best units on our on our team, like as a whole. You know, I, that's not saying much because it's the Browns. But um, I just heard the word unit, and I just smirk. That's the kind of attitude <laughs> I have. Like you have the best unit. I'm like yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I've got a great unit. Great, uh, it works. If it works, it's great. Yep, that's, yeah, it. that's exactly. all that matters. So, um, yeah, so that's good for Isaiah Crow. But going back to Kenny Kenny Britt, I would if I had to bet it, I would bet Kenny Britt breaks a thousand yards this year. All right. Well, either way, I think we're still talking wide receiver three territory for him. Hey, and dude, wide receivers are three. We talk about it all the time. Wide receiver threes are awesome. Yeah, it's valuable. Don't don't get me wrong. I'm there's just, only twelve wide receiver ones, man. If you have him. Great. I don't think there's going to be much of a market for. Oh, no. Kenny I'm not buying. Yeah. This, what, is, this what is, isn't like a big, like, oh, my God, he made a huge move and now I can cash in on. Kenny okay. Bird. So, what if we're, say, we started our Super Flex League last year and we're in a league with a whole bunch of our fellow listeners, right? And they go, hey, Matt, you're from Cleveland. You like the Browns. I'm going to give you, I'm going to offer you Kenny Britt. First come, first serve. You know what? I love the podcast. I love what you do. I love that you're 50 50. What do you? What would you give me for Kenny Britt? And not trying to lowball him. Like fair, if you're like, give me your f- most fair offer, and you're gonna be honest, Matt, like Abraham Lincoln over there, and you're gonna say, hey, I'll give you this for Kenny Britt. Maybe like a second round pick. Ooh, okay, I like that. Like a mid to late second round pick. Yeah, yeah. See, I not think that's too pretty, high. Yeah. That's what. See, I, you say that they're like, oh, nonchalant. I feel like a lot. I bet if we put a, a poll on Twitter right now, and said, what would you rather have, a 2017 mid second or Kenny Britt? I guarantee, because I see these polls all the time on Twitter, that 75% minimal would say, give me the second round pick. Well, I guess I'm more of a... You are a safety net kind of guy, though. I'm not a safety net. I'm just oh, like a win-now type of person. And well, who doesn't a second, like win now? A second round pick is going to take three years to develop. And I agree. And get me points for the next three for years. For two years. And you're yeah. talking mid-round pick. Again, I, I agree with you. I'm taking Kenny Britt. So, from Kenny Britt, let's go transfer for the guy's job he took is Terrell Pryor. Now, Terrell Pryor, obviously the former, former quarterback turned receiver. This was his first full year at receiver. Just, again, him and Kenny Britt's this year's numbers are pretty similar. He just broke 1,000 yards as well. What's weird, though, about Kenny, Terrell Pryor is that he went this offseason thinking that he was going to be paid like a number one receiver. Like, I'm getting $14 million a year, blah, 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 blah. Drew Rosenhaus is in my corner. I'm all set up. I'm a superstar. Uh, whoops. Whoopsie. So no he, offers. Right. No offers, essentially. His offer, he got a four-year offer from the Browns for pretty much Kenny Britt's contract. I'm pretty sure that's what it was, yeah. Yeah. And then he says no, and he goes to Washington on a one-year deal for only $6 million. Like $8 million if he hits a bunch of, bunch of like, Seven. crazy incentives. I heard they're hard to get. All right. So, and I get that. Hey, one-year deal, you feel like you're the man. You're going to go play with Kirk Cousins, who's a much better quarterback than anybody that the Browns got. They sure. lost all their receivers. Uh, you have a good tight end, Jordan Reed. You got another really good receiver in Jamison Crowder, who I love. Uh, I, can, I can get paid next year. But at the same time, like, there's no guarantee Kirk Cousins is going to be there. They, can, they may trade him. We don't know. Right. Two, what if he's got Colt McCoy throwing him the ball? Ooh. Yeah. If, 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 if Kirk Cousins gets shipped out and he's got Colt McCoy throwing him the ball, he's going to have a crap year and dude. he's going to go into – 
free agency even lower than this year. Big trouble, little China. Right. Yeah. So that that'd be bad. That'd be bad news. What's good news is uh, Hugh Jackson and Jay Gruden run pretty much the same system, same offense. Right. So that helps. That helps out a lot. Absolutely. So that I'm not worried about the learning curve there. Uh, Terrell Pryor still nice. He's young, twenty eight. Twenty eight. Uh, yeah. So dynasty I mean, wide receiver with upside. Right. He's a guy that you can definitely rely on for the next. You know, as long as he stays on the trajectory that he was on last year, you know, another like four or five years for sure. Yeah, I agree. Um, and you're talking about like a a good wide receiver too. Right. Potentially with still some upside because he is so raw and there's still so little known there. Sure. Um, depending where he's gonna go, I would ideally like to see him. See, the problem is even if he does well, most likely after this year, Kirk Cousins is leaving regardless. So that that would kind of hurt if he stayed there. But maybe he would follow Kirk Cousins. I was going to say, that's, I mean, that's that's what makes the one-year deal a perfect deal for him because he can boost his stock by playing with Kirk Cousins, and then when Kirk Cousins leaves, he, he can go where the heck he wants. Would you give up a very late first-round pick for trial prior? Mm. Or would you rather just gamble the dice on a guy like Zay Jones? Yeah, obviously it depends on where your team's at. Um, well, you're, it's a late first, so you're doing a, pretty damn well. Yeah, you're doing pretty. I mean, like if if that's your pick, uh-huh. you know, like you didn't trade yeah. trade for that pick somehow. If it's your pick, I wouldn't have a problem with it. I don't think I have a problem with it either. Late, like a you know nine, probably ten, eleven, twelve. One of those three. I think it all come down to like, well, how do my receivers look? Like, can I can I afford? Right. That's always the, the right. situation too. Absolutely. That, that's what's nice about having a good team in those picks. Like you could trade a player a first round pick and get a guy like Terrell Pryor and get some instant satisfaction or even a guy like Kenny Britt if you really, maybe you could probably do better than James I, I would like to get Jamison Crowder for that first round pick. Sure. That's what I would sure. like to do. I think I saw something on Twitter today and you said it like a back end first for Jamison Crowder. That's where I feel comfortable. Yeah. But it all depends on your raw like do you need like do you only have three did you win a championship or did you come in second because you have three good receivers but that's it? Right. Then yeah you want you want that guy. But if you have four or five then you're like, yeah I'd rather take the young guy and just kind of sit on it. Or or just try and get a running back and jump in that mess. Right, it all depends on the holes on your team. Correct. So I don't think this, I don't think Terrell Pryor affects Jameson Crowder whatsoever. No, uh, no, they can both function. Josh Dotson, I mean, this would give him a little bit of time to ease into a role. I think mm-hmm. um, as a wide receiver three on their team. Yeah, uh, more reason for them to sign him as a, in a one year deal too to kind of let let's see right. how Dotson comes along just because the guy's been injured since he was drafted. Right. I mean, literally the whole entire time he's been injured for a year. It's crazy. That Achilles thing just lingered. He, he, you know, he obviously tried to fight through it for a while, and then they end up shutting him down. Yeah, and I talked about that before. Like guys like that, I worry about just because usually, usually guys like that, they just never pan out. It, that's a uh, yes, but hopefully it's just something that it's it could go either way. I I I I'm I, I'm with you there. It Some people do. Way. I mean, I remember Andre Johnson first his first two years in the league was hurt. Right. Pretty much. I right. mean, Andre Johnson was hurt early, and then he went on and was just pretty much never hurt and was a stud. Uh, obviously, different players shot. You know, he was a top ten pick, but uh, it does happen. It's not all the time, but for the most part, like guys like that are always hurt. Even like Brashad Perriman. Do you ever expect Brashad Perriman to be good? No. Yeah, me neither. But I didn't really. I wasn't super high, and I'm coming out either. So. True. I remember that. Um, is is he still the homeless predator? No, he got rid of that. Got rid of that, right? Yeah. Thank goodness. Man. The worst hairdo ever. I don't know. Uh, Mark Davis has the worst haircut I've ever seen. <laughs> Dude's a billionaire. <laughs> that dude does have the worst haircut ever. <laughs> it's the worst haircut ever, right? What, what is it? Like, he looks like a, I don't even know what he looks like, a 
doll or something. Like, is that a wig? Is that his real no, hair? No, it's his real hair. He drives like I, I read that he like drives like an hour or whatever it is to go get his haircut by the same barber that's been cutting his hair since he was like five or whatever. I was going to say, was. he's getting the same haircut as like a five year old from Dude, the 70s. That's a, like, if I could have five good minutes with Al, Mark Davis. It wouldn't even, I wouldn't even talk about the mood of the Las Vegas. I'm like, dude, what is up with your hair? <laughs> like, I get it. You can get mad when you get whatever you want. You're super rich. I get it. Right. But, like, when you look in the mirror. You can't be thinking, damn, I look good. Yeah, Not with dude. that haircut. No way, right? I right. mean, that's a dopey-looking mother, dude. <laughs> that's, a do- that's a perfect description. I man. mean, yeah, dope. I mean, yeah, it's like, oh, dude. Come on. Yeah, man. It looks like something like a clown would have or something like that. Like a weird looking yeah, clown. You can't even describe it. It's an odd, it's, it's it's an odd like, dude, man. It's like just uh, make it slick and stupid looking. It's like a Dumb and Dumber haircut. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they can make a Dumb and Dumber 3 and throw him in the mix. He could be Lloyd Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> Sweet baby Jesus. That's, that's dopey looking mother. Okay. All we right. don't even talk about it anymore. <laughs> and, and moving on. So Trail Pryor by Kenny Britt. Eh. Yeah. Right. Eddie Lacy. Fat Eddie, man. Um, signs with the Seahawks. I heard he weighed like 246. 240. Tries 268, buddy. 268. I knew it was something high. Yeah. Well, okay. yeah. No, I read they wanted to play in the 240s. Right. This dude's like, two's the offseason, man. I'm just eating a little bit, man. <laughs> Daddy's got to eat. I'm coming off an injury, man. How much are you going to pay me? $5 million? $3 million guaranteed? That's a lot of burgers. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So, so he shows in. No surprise, overweight. Five Again. one one year deal, five point five million. So it, it's a total prove it deal, obviously. Um, and I, I mean, I like the fit to be honest. It's, yeah, run first football team. It's a run first football team. Fat Eddie needs to be fed the ball a lot. He wasn't getting that in Green Bay. He needs to be fed everything a lot. He's got to maintain his weight. Yeah, it, that's what it is. Maybe if they run him a little bit more, he'll be slimmer. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know, but um, I mean, he always averages. Like four yards to carry. Right. So he's good there. Uh, but Fat Eddie's total touchdown dependent. That's the way it works. I can see his rushing yards going up, so he's getting like 100 yards a game right, right. around there. I can see him have a decent game. Uh, really hurts Thomas Rawls. I agree. I mean, I don't know if it's going to be one of those things where they're just like, if they think that both the guys that they had last year were just, they were too injury prone. and Because that's what it sounded like coming from the Seattle coaches. And now they're they're signing Eddie. I don't. I mean, I'm not sure how that is going to solve a problem. He's kind of fat and injured too sometimes. So um, I don't know if it's like, hey, as long as we have a warm body out of the three of these guys every week, we're good. Like, and I think that's so. I, I, I'm still not rule. I still like Thomas Rawls. I do. Right. He's like, he's like the little guy that never gets any love. I like Thomas Ross. Yeah, and this signing too. like obviously depresses his value. Totally selling Eddie Lacy again. Like right. I say every year. Right. So I'm totally hey, he's in Seattle, they're run first offense. He's gonna get average four point five yards per carry, he's gonna have twelve hundred rushing yards, he's gonna have ten touchdowns. Those are great numbers. Buy him for a first round pick. Oh, okay. That sounds good. It's Eddie Lacy, yeah. I'm buying him for the first. But, I, I mean, mean, I'm telling you, this dude's if you have up, if you have Eddie and you need Eddie, this is a this is a positive. Nope. I'm selling for a rookie. I'd rather take one of these rookie backs. I mean, I'd rather have a rookie back, too, than any Lacey, but... Yeah. So, I, I mean, I don't think it's a positive. It's a positive if you can sell him again. Right. I mean, dude, just look back. If you own Eddie Lacey, look at his tra- trajectory of dynasty value. You're talking roller coaster here. And the height of the value was when I when I first came on a podcast a couple of years ago, I said, sell this dude. And everybody's like, you're crazy. And I'm like, okay. I just like bring up stuff like that. And I know. Like, Rich only likes to talk about when he's right. Well, yeah, of course. Well, you do. Yeah, of course you do. Uh, so Eddie Lacy dynasty value. 
Uh, he definitely holds value. I don't. I still think with his weight, how? I mean, I feel like the weight just keeps getting heavier and heavier and heavier. So this dude is not long for the NFL. No, he's, he's not. He's not. He, I mean, he's going to be unless he can be like the 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 bus or whatever, you know, and, and play at two eighty. I, I mean. That's I mean, which is possible, which is possible, but I I mean I don't really see it. He doesn't move as well as um, Jerome Bettis did. So. It, it's such a gamble with him. It's not where, and he still holds value. So the gamble on a hashtag two to three year window position, why wouldn't you just get out? Like sure. why wouldn't you not get out of Eddie sure. Lacy? No, now, yeah, I get that. There's gonna be some kind of, I mean, there's a sucker born every every what every second every minute every minute every minute right. So there's got to be some leagues out there. There's some suckers in there that are going to give you a first round pick for Eddie Lacy. Well, if that's the price, then then take him. Yeah, take the first round pick. Would you take a high second? I would. Uh, yeah, I probably would too. In, even, in, the, in this year's draft, I would. Yeah, and I wouldn't even take. I wouldn't even think about it. Like I'd just rather, and I'd go either if the running back's not there that I like, which I, there should be. I'm happy with taking one of those tight ends. I'm happy with taking one of those receivers. Uh, even though we haven't done receivers yet, I've been watching some. Re- Receiver tape. Ooh. Chris Hansen out of Cal. You like he? I like he. All right. I don't know. I just like him a lot. He's not a guy I've gotten around to yet. So I, I told you about him. I can't though. comment. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I've read about him as well. Uh, I like him. I like right. his tape a lot. Mm-hmm. We'll get into receivers, though. Sure. Um, but Eddie Lacy, ship him. UPS, FedEx, USPS, whatever you got to do, ship him out. No not, ret- not USPS. They take forever. D- no no, no <laughs> return address. No return address on there. All right. Um, so Eddie Lacy, gone. Rex Burkhead goes to the Patriots. I saw that. That just came down tonight. Uh, kind of, I guess, last night. If you know when, when he's a really good pass list. catching back. Yeah, he is. Um, it's a. I, I'm I'm wondering what kind of because Bill Belichick obviously he has like a role in mind when he signs like every free agent. Yeah. What what role do you see for Rex Burkhead? Because he's a guy that catches passes. Yeah, nice the James White and Deion Lewis role. But how many of those guys can you have? Rex, Rex is going to be the guy. That's what I'm telling you. Those guys aren't even probably going to be there. You think Rex Burkhead is going to take both those guys' jobs? I think so, yeah. Right. I think Rex Burkhead's a pretty quality receiving running back, like one of those like, little underrated guys who goes to, now we got to see what they're going to do. They still don't have that big back. Like, I don't know. James White or Deion Lewis, both of them aren't making a cut. And I like Deion Lewis, Deion Lewis a lot. He's just injured. Too, he's just too right. injured. Proof. He's still young. Uh but I think they signed Rex Burkhead. I think it's a good. I think he's going to beat them both out. Yes, I do. Hmm. Okay. Um, Not 100% sure on that. I, I just. I, the Garrett Blunt's still a free agent. So we, they still don't have their big back. So it's really like they have three pass catching running backs there. Right. It's, it, that's what I, I'm just like. That's it. It's, so, it's, an odd, it's an odd thing to have those three guys, I guess, for Bill Belichick. So. We'll see what they're going to do there. I'm still yeah. interested to see what. Again, let's see who goes there. Like, I mean. Do they draft that big body running back? Do they take a guy like I know everybody before has been mocking Christian McCaffrey there, which would now the Burkhead sign would be even more confusion with all these backs. I feel like that would just be totally redundant. I mean, it would be a great fit, like for it, him, yeah, where they use him, right? But now, I mean, I think McCaffrey's completely out of the question. One, they don't even have a first round; they don't even have a high pick anymore, so they can't get him anyways. They don't have a first or second round pick. Two, right? we'll get into Brandon Cooks trade, but Brandon Cooks is now that gadget like catching player out of the slot. Really good. They're pretty much their number one receiver there, because um, they're going to extend them. They don't go up a first round pick and a third round pick not to extend this guy to a long term contract. Uh, so I think, I mean, in the draft again, we kind of go back to that. What would help Paul Perkins guy like a Deontay Foreman, Samaj P. Reen, uh, right. you know, somebody along those lines, or like a true 
guy that's like a true talent, like third down back. Like somehow Joe Mixon did slip in the draft and they drafted Joe Mixon. Uh, someone knows. But I think Burkhead is the guy to watch there. I mean, if you're talking about, if you came to me right now and said, Dynasty Fantasy Football, here's Deion Lewis, here's James White, here's Rex Burkhead. All under what we know right now. And you're going to pick which one you want to play in 2017 on your Dynasty roster. I'm going to tell you, give me Rex Burkhead. Okay. I'm still, yeah. And obviously, I'm a Deion Lewis fan. I, I think Deion Lewis is the most explosive and has the best change of direction and stuff. Like, I mean, like I stuff do too. Like, but look at that year. That, that, did they, they didn't even they didn't use Deion Lewis in the playoffs. Yeah, but he wasn't acclimated really back to the team yet. I either. guess, but he's been in the roster for two years, so he knows that he knows the playbook. Anyways, in the Super Bowl, I mean, he was well, he was healthy in the Super Bowl, and they went James White. Mm-hmm. I think, I think Bill, I think Bill uh, Belichick kind of falls in that Bill Parcells. Kind of availability is the best ability right um and we preach on a podcast the best ability is well you say a bunch of stuff but availability yeah, availability yeah. <laughs> um so i say all kinds of crazy you're like stuff. the best ability is reliability the best ability is availability the if it rhymes with availability <laughs> and that's what i'm using it for so again i just think i i feel like bill's just like he probably knows more like this guy's just not reliable like mm. i gotta be able to rely on somebody sure. and i think that's why they signed rex burkhead so i think he has really good upside all right um and now going to that trade the brandon cook so brandon cook is is brandon cooks is off of the saints right so this gives a huge boost to willie sneed definitely it gives a ginormous massive huge boost to michael thomas Everybody that got Michael Thomas in the mid rounds last year. Kudos. God bless you, my friend, because he is a top. He's a he's a wide receiver one. Yeah. Next year, he will be a wide receiver one, a top twelve fantasy wide receiver in twenty seventeen. Uh, Brennan Cooks was a little ticked off because Michael Thomas got a little bit more love there in New Orleans, and now all that love is going to go his way. So, wouldn't be surprised if New Orleans drafted a receiver. Um, someone uh, in this draft. Yeah, I wouldn't either. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised you know, at all. One of those little quick slot guys might be a nice spot. I mean, they could them. go out and get uh, anybody. John Ross and just fill that, fill the void. Fill the exact, void. Right. Yeah, I mean, the exact same player. Right. Uh, but huge, massive boost to Michael Thomas. I mean, he gets a big bump in the dynasty rankings. Good, good bump in value. Already coming off a fantastic year with one of the most accurate, best quarterbacks in the year. Remember, Drew Brees throws for five thousand yards every single year. A thousand, a thousand of those was going to Brandon Cooks. Well, guess where that's going now? You're talking about a 1,500-yard receiver in Michael Thomas. Right. Stud muffin. It's gonna be, it's gonna be sexy. Put him in the oven. He's gonna come out smoking hot mm-hmm. and delicious. And that gives a nice little bump to Willie too. I mean, I think he's gonna, he's gonna be creeping towards the low end of a wide receiver twos. Obviously, like higher end of a wide receiver threes. Right? Yeah. Is there? And then yeah. look out too. Maybe, maybe something you kind of want to buy low on just to see is a gamble. Let's see what they do in draft. Maybe Kobe Fleener. Right. Kobe Fleener might get a little bit of a, it's bump a nice well. little boost. Yep. Who are they going to draft their run? Do they get one of these like who I would like here now? Like like if the Saints draft like Elijah McGuire. Mm. Right. Sure. I'd even give Jeremy McNichols a boost if he goes to the Saints. Someone to offset one of those pass catching backs. Remember the Saints when Darren Sproles was there and the way they like to use that, the way Sean Payton uses that third down running back mm-hmm. makes him an extremely effective PPR running back. So pay very close attention. We'll talk about it in the draft, but pay close attention to what the Saints do at running back right. as well. And again, I think everybody there just gets a boost. I think Kobe Fleener gets a boost. He's a really nice buy low. You could probably get, get for nothing. I mean, what can you get Kobe Fleener for? A late third? Yeah, probably. That's a worth. That's a good gamble. That's a good gamble at this point. But let's. I mean, I, I'm not sure I'd make it now. To be honest, I might wait to see if they draft wait, somebody because this, yeah. this draft is 
obviously tight end stacked. Beat. Yeah, stacked the tight ends. But so Kobe Fleener just signed that four-year contract that was for good money as well. And so he's only going to year two of it. So he's going to be in the system for the second year um, coming off a really terrible year. Well, without knowing, you know, how much of that is guaranteed after this year, True. it's kind of hard to say, you know, because they could, they could cut bait on that guy. They're going to draft a tight end. Right. They're, they they're, they're, the, they're always right up against the cap, too, so they, they might need to make a move like that just yeah. to clear up some Makes space. Sense. I still think he's a nice buy. I mean, if you can get him for the right price, for like, immediate, like if you need immediate tight end help. Obviously, if you draft the tight end, it's going to be a three-year window. Sure. Um, so, Brandon Cooks on the Pats, what do you think? No, I think it's, uh, I think it's nice, man. Uh, I don't know how many more weapons they actually need, but it might be maybe a shift from uh, a lot of the two tight end stuff that they were running to, to more maybe three wide type of stuff. With Brandon it's kind of hard to say because it's straight for Dwayne Allen, too. Uh, yeah, but Dwayne Allen hasn't proven that he's the pass-catching tight end that, no. that Marty Bennett was. So, the, I mean, they have Dwayne Allen, they have Rob Gronkowski, they got, and I know what I saw on Twitter, I saw a lot of people that they traded for Cooks, like, well, there goes all my Malcolm Mitchell shares out the window. I completely mm, yeah. disagree with I think that. they could be on the field together. I think, I think all the Chris Hogan shares go down the window. I think this is beginning to end for Danny Amendola, uh, not Danny Amendola, he's done with, but yeah, uh, he's Julian gone. Edelman. Um, no. Yeah. He's Tom's boy. Exactly, but dude. Loves, Tom loves him. Julian Edelman is. I think Brandon Cooks is going to take a lot of that, a lot of those Edelman play. Brandon Cooks is going to be down the field. Edelman works the middle of the field. Yeah, he does work those little small short yeah, routes. It's not they they are two totally different guys. Really, I mean, it's what no no one does what what Cooks does. That's why they, that's why they went guy. out. That's why they he's went out and guy. got him. He's a down the field guy, man. Yeah, he's a yak guy. He he's too. yeah. So it's going to be one kills of kills Chris Hogan's value. Um. I, He's a big play receiver down there. Malcolm Mitchell, I still, I think Malcolm, I think it was a good buy low for Malcolm Mitchell. I, I mean, I think Malcolm Mitchell showed enough as a rookie in that system that I wouldn't bail on him yet. I'm not oh, sure I'm going not. out to go get him. If I get him for cheap, I'd buy him. Yeah, I, I don't know. I'm not. I'm not like there with hey. I'll give I a, love money. If I get my Malcolm Mitchell for a third round pick, I'm totally doing. If it. I have him, I'm not bailing. I'll put it that way. I'm, but okay. I'm not. I'm not going out to acquire the guy. So Brandon Cooks, you know, like last year, real sketchy, real hit and miss. You know, like you said, deep threat player, um, wants to be utilized. He's going to be utilized again. He's going to want a big contract. He's going to be need to resign. He's going to have to show well here. Uh, I hope he learned his lesson, to be honest. I think he's going to be an over 1,000-yard receiver. No, I hope he learned his lesson about crying about targets and stuff because it's not like he's going to a place where He's going. He's going to have the ability to cry about it if he cries about it here. Oh, it ain't going down. No, dude's not. He's not going to be on the field. So. It's weird. It is kind of weird now. You look at this offense. So you have Gronk. You have Dwayne Allen. They traded for Dwayne Allen. They have his contract. Who just he just signed that contract. They have three you, pass catching running backs. Right. They have Brandon Cooks. They have Julian Edelman. They have Malcolm Mitchell. And they have Chris Hogan. And Chris Hogan was one of the better like deep threat receivers in the league last year. I, I think it's going to be I think they're going to be moving away from two tight end stuff that they were running that they were trying to run with you know Gronk and and Martellus Bennett and they're going to be going to more spread out stuff I mean that's what I look at look at the personnel I mean they don't even have a big back right now I mean it's it's I don't know if it's interesting modern I don't know where they're going but I mean they might just be spreading it out and chucking it all around and emptying out the backfield and and you know splitting these guys out even though the running backs out. As a Brendan Cooks owner and somebody that drafted him in the Nerds League, mm-hmm. um, I was a little saddened by it. 
It's like if you if you said, hey, pick a team you don't want Brandon Cooks to go to and start naming a couple teams. I'm like, oh, okay, I don't really want to go to New England. You know, it's just kind of, again, because like just everything we just mentioned there, so many mouths to feed as it is. Sure. I love them in New Orleans. He does play better in a dome. Uh, it, I'm not overly excited about it. I'm not depressed because I'm not selling him. He's still a top tier, young, fast receiver. So I'm intrigued to see because he's going to such a good team. But they're such a good team because they don't put players first. Like they're not going to force yeah. Brandon Cooks. The more to and more we talk about it, the less and less I like it for Brandon Cooks owner. I feel like, just, I, and, I, and I, my initial reaction wasn't like, uh, I was kind of like, oh, that's not bad, you know. But now that we've been talking through this and hashed it out a little bit more, I, I I'm not sure that this is going to be great for his value. Well, here's where I'll say what makes it great about the value. All right, Bill Belichick gave a first and third round pick. Bill Belichick loves his draft picks, right? So that's a lot. To give up for somebody and he also basically but he also came out and basically admitted that he's crap at at drafting wide receivers yeah did you true. did you hear that statement like yeah. that he came out and said oh you know like i would much rather get a guy that's a veteran basically because i've seen them in an nfl offense it's a lot easier to evaluate them in an nfl offense compared to guys that come out of college that are it's running un- all these done terrible and I thought Aaron Dobson was going to be sweet there. Yeah. Right. So basically he's got, I mean, so this is better than one of his draft picks because he's, he's seeing it in an NFL, you know, apples to apples kind of comparison. Yeah. But so here's the way I'm looking at those. So everything you just said is like, Bill's looking at Brandon cooks. He's looking at the tape. They're going, Hey Bill, we can get Brandon cooks. The saints are asking for a first and a third. Right. Or maybe they're saying like a first and a second time. And like, we'll give them for as Bill's like looking at the tape, he's watching him play. He's like, "Yes, this is a guy." Right? Yeah, he's obviously seeing something he likes. Yes, he's like, right. "I can use this guy in my offense. This is how we can use him. This guy could be our number one receiver." But they again, when they trade him, but he's, is he saying that, or is he saying this is the guy that can stretch the field and open things up for other guys? So I mean, it's kind of let me call Bill real quick. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. That's the thing. Like, we don't have the, we're not in the guy's brain, so we don't actually know exactly but, what he's looking for. I know, but looking at it wise, like to give up that much a first and a third round pick, that's a lot. That's sure, a lot, sure. right? Yep. For a guy that you know, I mean, he's got, he needs an extension after this year. Even if not this year, you're going to sign him, pay him the money. They have to like him, and if he's going to, how they're going to pay him the money he's going to want, they're going to utilize him as like a number one receiver. So it's going to be really intriguing. What if, it, what if this was a move where Tom was like, hey, get me a deep threat. I've got one year left, and, and they're all just going to leave after this. And he I, doesn't give a crap. See, I can see. I've, <laughs> I saw somebody And Bill up. was like, all right, I'm done too. I, well, no, I, I don't think Bill is going to. Honestly, I don't think Bill, the whole Bill and Tom Brady retiring at the same time, don't believe it whatsoever. Brady, Bill's not going to stop coaching. No. But what I what read would a, he do with himself? I read an article, and it made t- perfect sense, like, and somebody said, hey, do you think, like, I think that Tom Brady told Bill that he's playing one more year. One more year, and that's why they're so gun-ho on not trading Jimmy Garoppolo, because they probably, they're telling him, hey, you know, Tom's playing one more year. The reason they're giving up all, they're, they're making all these moves, they're signing big contracts, right. to, you know, to all these players is because, hey, we're going all in for one more for Tom. Sure. I mean, it's weird. But even though Tom said, hey, I'm going to play a couple more years, I just have this I, I have this feeling, too. Like, after I read it, I'm like, yeah, it makes a lot of sense. Like Tom said, all right, one more year. Right, because he doesn't seem like one of those guys that wants to, like, have a big parade at every every place that he's leaving or anything like that, you know, or, like, a bunch of hoopla, everyone saying goodbye to him. Like, he probably's like, oh, no, I'll be back next year. Don't worry about me. Until they and lose then, an AFC championship game. He's like, all right, I'm coming back. <laughs> well, yeah. You can always reserve the right. Yeah, that way. And Interesting, uh, though. But the same thing with Jimmy Grappolo. Like, if you're not going to trade Jimmy Grappolo, you'd think, like, hey, 
then Tom's got to be not long on the tooth. Otherwise, why would you not trade Jimmy Garoppolo? Right. Because you're not going to franchise him right. if Tom's still there. Mm-hmm. You got I mean, the draft of Jacoby Brissett, what, in the third round? Yep. He looked okay. Yeah, he looked functional, so. for sure. All right, moving on. Um, Martellus Bennett, speaking of a former Patriot, signed mm-hmm. in Green Bay. Sure did, man. That's got to give you some blood flow, huh? If you're, uh, a Benny, if you're a Bennett owner, yes, uh, absolutely. It's, I mean, it's a good deal too. It was a three-year deal, um, twenty million, twenty point two five million. Um, so they're making a good commitment to him, and and yeah, dude, great landing spot. I mean, look what Jared Cook did, did there last year. Right. Who's a better tight end? Bennett. Yeah, by far, for sure. Yeah. So if you're a Bennett owner, you're just like, okay, yep. jackpot. Tight end one. Thank you. Thank you very much. Have a yep. good day. Good news for the other receivers. Good news for Jordy. You know, obviously this opens up everybody up. And what do you think about? Do you feel like Randall Cobb's like a good buy low right now? Like why, I've been do, doing why do you say that? Well, I've been doing some mock drafts. Okay. I've been doing some MFL tens. He's been going pretty low. Has like, he, I was gonna say without knowing his ADP off off the top of my head, yeah. I don't know if that's a good buy low. And like again, I'm a Cobb snob. I'm not even a huge Cobb fan, but I've I've been seeing like I feel like oh, that's a pretty good value. I'd rather have Devontae Adams. Oh no, 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 yeah. No, for sure. I'd okay. much rather have Devontae Adams. I'd rather have Jordy Nelson. Yeah. I, I might even rather have Martellus Bennett. But I'm just saying, like, I mean, Cobb at the end of the year when he was like healthy wasn't that bad. He's like, not he, like a terrible player or no. anything. So I'm just wondering like if his value I think is, maybe his value has normalized. Maybe maybe a, a couple of years ago was when it was like super hyped up and Well that's what I was saying. Sell that he was yeah right. he, was, he was a top fifteen dynasty startup player. I'm like this is absurd. So now that he's it, not that great. So now that it sounds like it's coming back down to earth and maybe it's normalizing to where it needs okay. to be and, and, and maybe that's an appropriate value for the guy. All right. I'm just wondering I just threw yeah. it out there. I was thinking right. Packers right. players. I'm like oh, Kyle might be pretty good value. I thought like I was doing some like research into it and I was like, Yeah, Cobb, like his year wasn't good, but like he had some games where like he started showed some spunk, so maybe it took a while to come back there. Uh who knows how much longer Jordy's gonna be around for. You said spunk. I also said blood flow. <laughs> Jesus. Uh <laughs> to midnight. <laughs> so let's talk about a couple other guys here that aren't as important. Um, uh right. Mike Glennon. Yeah, signs with the Bears, pretty Sign. much in a one-year deal. It's not, yeah, pretty much, but it is it is a three-year deal. Um, but on the yeah, dude, all these teams that need quarterbacks, they're gonna wait because next year's quarterback class is sweet. I'm, we'll see. I mean, a lot of these, a lot of the people that need quarterbacks are picking right there up at the top of the draft. So we'll see yeah. come draft day um, who gets. We'll see. I mean, you got UCLA, triggered. you got that Rosen, you got Sam sure. Darnold from USC. Uh, who knows what Lamar Jackson's going to do? No, I like I like the Allen dude from Wyoming. You think Lamar Jackson's going to be play, playing quarterback in the NFL? Probably not. But, no. dude, Allen from Wyoming, uh, I like that dude. Okay, I, I haven't looked into that guy very much. Blind, throwing it out there. I'm predicting uh, that next year's draft class, that guy's going to be the best quarterback. Okie doke. He's Rodgers-esque. Wow. I'm telling you, watch tape. You're going to like it. Watch. When we're doing this next year and we're talking about quarterbacks, Aaron Rodgers, this dude has it written all over him. Sweet. Um, Brock Osweiler. Got traded to the Brownies. For a second. They're like, here, dude, we'll give you a second round pick. <laughs> and Brock Osweiler. Just give just us, take him. Give us a fourth so this looks legitimate. And, just uh, please take him. Yeah. Horrible. I, now, obviously, during the free agency period, I was cruising the streets of Cleveland. Uh, listening to sports talk radio. Like, we have breaking news from Adam Schefter. The Browns just traded for Brock Osweiler. I immediately ran over an old lady. <laughs> I was in a three-hour um, training session for my work, 
and I come out at literally like right at four o'clock and my phone has got like 20 messages on it from everybody saying you're a part of our group text that's yeah, right. yeah yeah you know. the brock osweiler the browns i'm like no yeah that's it that's the first time you're like the browns trade for brock osweiler and you gotta be like no there's no effing way no no i, I did the no with like a billion zeros after i <laughs> could not believe it man Dude, and, and then we got more information. It Brock like, Osweiler is such a terrible quarterback. Like, uh, the news that I got was the Browns traded for Brock Osweiler. So I'm thinking, oh, man, the Browns gave up a bunch of crap to get Brock Osweiler. But then it turns out we got Brock Osweiler <laughs> and a second-round pick. We gave up a fourth-round pick. So it, it, to yeah. me, that's obviously I think it. it's a great trade for the Browns. It's great. Yeah, it was very creative. It was... Um, it was not well-received, I don't think, from some of the older like stately people in the NFL who are kind of set in their ways because this is kind of like a new approach and a new thing like taking on somebody's salary basically for whatever makes the Browns better they could bite me I'm I'm with you on that like I I'm I think it's just a really creative move and 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 it's good kudos to them this is such a good Browns fan show we're doing today it kind of is turning into that are you wearing a brown shirt today heck no man I'm wearing a dynasty nerds t-shirt I look, uh, I look handsome as hell, don't I? Yeah, you sure do. I got high five for my kids before they went to bed. I saw that actually. Yeah, I went to give them a hug, and they're like, "Dude, Dad, look at that shirt! High five me!" Yep. Like, got gotcha, you, little man. <laughs> uh, obviously, Brock Osweiler has no effect on your dynasty team. He shouldn't, because if you were relying on Brock Osweiler doing anything for your dynasty team, even if you're in a super flex league, even if you're in a triple super flex league, <laughs> you're doing dynasty wrong. Yeah, he's bad, man. Is there any quarterback that you you would rather start? That you that you would start over Brock Osweiler? Would you start Brock Osweiler over? Um, Geno Smith, starting quarterback. <laughs> well, Brock Osweiler is not a starting quarterback, is he? No, I guess not. So uh, you mean you're just saying? Yeah, you're right. I'm just, I'm just throwing out Geno names Smith. Too. That's a good one. That's a good one. <laughs> yeah, I'd literally rather start Colt McCoy than Brock Osweiler. Yeah, it's pretty bad, man. That's bad. Yeah, RG three. That's close, right? That is close. I hate both of those. Yeah, because the odds are at least Brock Osweiler finished a game, right? True statement. So he's not injury prone. Um, moving on, Danny Woodhead to the Baltimore Ravens. To the Ravens. I thought it was a bit of a head scratcher, um, and then it turns out that um, Kenneth Dixon gets popped for a four-game suspension for PEDs. Yeah. And so last week, here we are on a podcast. You and I are talking up Kenneth I Dixon, know. how much we love him, and literally we finished a podcast. I put it into the system. I'm like, all right, guys, Thursday morning, you guys are going to love I tweet out, like, dude, man, I just did a really good podcast. Yeah. Check it out tomorrow. Boom. Outdated info, man. Yeah, Woodhead signs with the Woodhead signs with the Ravens. I'm like, oh, shit, Bobs. This isn't good for Kenneth Dixon. And then all of a sudden, Kenneth Dixon suspended for four games. That's not good for Kenneth Dixon. Yeah, he got signed in free agency by the Narcos. <laughs> So, um, another terrible joke by Rich. <laughs> still working on making a camera out. Still shouldn't be a stand-up comedian. Dude, by 2022, I'm going to have an hour-long comedy special. It's oh, going to be great. God, it's going to be all terrible. It's going to be all fantasy football jokes. All right. Gare Bear. I mean, you had Woodhead in there, and you still couldn't pull a joke out on that? No, what are you, some kind of pervert? All right. Dude, we're talking fantasy football here. I'm trying to be serious. You're over <laughs> cracking jokes about genitalia. It's like we're in... Sixth grade sex ed class. Well, that's where my level of humor is. What there's do you want from me? There's a penis and vagina on the chalkboard. <laughs> All right. All right. So, I mean, what what do you think the value is there of, of Woodhead? Is this a four-game kind of filler type of thing? 
I, I, I don't know. No, I kind of see, I kind of see him filling out a role for them. To yeah. be honest, and when me when, too. When Dixon comes back, I think they could probably both be on the field. Possibly, mm-hmm. I think they, I can see that. I can see Terrence West being Terrence West, and them trying to utilize uh, Ken Dixon more in of a running back kind of role. But Danny Woodhead, I mean, let's face it: when Danny Woodhead is healthy, he's a running back one in PPR leagues. Yeah, that's what I mean. he's. I think he's. I think his role will stay the same um, after and before the four game suspension. I think it's Terrence West and Kenneth Dixon's roles that will change. Um, obviously, when the suspension's over, still. Uh, so Ken Dixon is a PED, so it's kind of like okay, let's go ahead. Maybe he's a buy low too right now. Well, I mean, it, it tells me that he was at least dedicated to his workouts. I mean, yeah, okay. <laughs> you know, like his off-season workouts. He wanted to get better between year one and year two. And, I mean, let's face it too. This is like Danny Woodhead's probably last year in the league. Yeah, he's gonna be thirty-three. Uh, Woodhead. He is thirty-two as of now. So, yes, he's gonna be thirty-three. Right. Uh, so another good, if Danny would have to stay healthy, he's an excellent PPR running back. Mm-hmm. I mean, to the point where he could be a running back one, the guy was a top four, top five fantasy running back three years for three years in the league. Yeah. So, and that's, a, I mean, it's, that's what he's going to be. So, Hey, I'm just glad as a Melvin Gordon owner that he didn't go back there. And that it's also weird that the chargers haven't even really signed like a pass catcher running back. All good news for Melvin Gordon. Yeah. I think. I think he's shown enough yeah, that they don't, do they don't need to go out and get a guy like that. Him and Kay Farrell. So if you're a Kenneth Farrell owner, that's kind of good news, too. Sure. Let's see what they do during the draft. Again, the whole reason all these running backs are still in the market, the Jamal Charles, the LeGarrette Blunts, the Adrian Peterson, is because people are like, why are we going to pay you money when we can just get a better set of fresh legs in this running back class? That's exactly. I mean, that the slow, the running back market has been extremely slow, and that's exactly the reason. Yeah. Um, Alshon signs with the Eagles. Yeah. One year deal too. One, let's, one year deal. Yep. Uh, Him and Torrey Smith both go to the Eagles. Yeah. I. Th- I mean. I think. I mean. They I hate s- Jordan Matthews and Nelson Algalor. They really do. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it seems like those guys were obviously not their ideal uh, fit for their system or something, and they 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 are they're moving fits. on, man. Yeah. And that's where like that falls in the line of like why. The Browns are so bad, and teams like that are so bad, like the 49ers, is because... They're spe- drafting for one scheme, then two years later they're drafting yeah, for another exactly. scheme and getting rid of everybody. And, and you get rid of those guys they're not right. your guys because they're not scheme fits. And, like, Jordan Matthews kind of falls into that category now, and I'm buying Jordan Matthews for the right price. I still I think him. he's a talented player. I, I would love to get him settled in somewhere and, and with somebody that likes him a little bit better. And let's face it, he's better than Torrey Smith. Torrey Smith sucks. I don't yeah, understand the Torrey Smith deal. Like Torrey Smith is not a good wide receiver. I, I he's a go deep guy, and yeah, just he's never been just good. run, man, just run, and hopefully he catches the ball. Like that's what Torrey Smith is to me. Pretty much, yeah. go deep, go deep, go deep, and like he'll catch two out of five times you throw him the ball. Definitely, um, definitely good news because they're definitely gonna probably gonna draft a running back. The Eagles, they're gonna draft a running back. They're probably gonna draft a good running back too. They still got Zach Ertz there. They got Nelson Aguilar, who's now a complete afterthought. But now they got Jordan Matthews, Torrey Smith, and Alshon. I mean, yep. when you have to deactivate a guy from, for a week to get his head right, that's not good. And that's what happened to Nelson Aguilar last year towards the end of the year. They, yeah, he's screwed. And that's somebody I liked on tape and missed that one completely. You know what, I, you know what it is? I'm never going to like a USC wide receiver yeah. ever again. 
And the worst part is I was in Nelson Algalore for a while, and then you guys maybe watch this tape more, and I did. I'm like, you guys are right. I do like this guy. Bastards. There's something going on with those Cali kids, man. <laughs> the I, wide receivers especially. Yeah, they, I'm off. I know. They guys. don't train. They Juju do not, Smith, somebody else going to have them. Yeah, Juju Smith's just going to slide right off my board. I know there's a rap song that goes, I don't mess with you. Well, it's something like that. Something like <laughs> reworded for PG 13s. Yeah. Uh, so I think Alshon is in the potential for another 1,500 yard season. Um, is he still up for trade in the other league? Yeah, yeah. You what do you want for him? First round pick. No, I have a high pick in that league, I think. Sorry. Okay, I just wondered. Hey, man. I'll think about it. Yeah. No, I'd just rather have Corey Davis or Mike Williams or Joe Mixon. <laughs> you have my first round pick from the Des drill. You want to give that back to me? For Alshon? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. What pick do I have? I don't know. All right. I'll want, think about it. Do you want him back? Yeah. Yeah, I'll give it back to you for Alshon. Sure. Look at that, folks. You're getting deals right in the spot. See? Smash Mouth League, right? Yep. Says Bryant? Yeah, 100%. I'll give that back to you for Alshon. Send it over. I'll be waiting. I will. Right. Just remind me. All Last right. time I said I was going to send it over, I forgot. <laughs> um, but yeah, Alshon, I think, yeah, I'll for sure give you that first round pick for Alshon back. Okay. Oh, I can't wait. I just kind of blood flow. I can't wait. I got Des Bryant for Alshon Jeffrey. Blood flow. No, I got Jameis Winston, too. I don't know. Nah, whatever. <laughs> Something else. What else did I get out of that deal? Uh, I don't remember. A receiver? A young receiver. Oh, Ricardo Lockett. No, Ricardo not Lockett. Lockett. Uh, uh, oh, no, no, yeah. Uh, Tyler whatever. Lockett. Yeah, Tyler Lockett. Yeah, got yeah. it. Um, another guy. Let's talk about another guy to sign somewhere that I like a lot. Deshaun Jackson. Oh, yeah. That's a pretty big-time signing for them. Love. Yeah. Love. I can't believe it took us 49, 49 minutes uh, oh talking about Desha- to get to Deshaun Jackson signing with Tampa. I think this fits their system so well to offset Mike Evans. I think it's such a good signing. I think it's good for Cameron Brait. I think it's good for Mike Evans. I think it's good for whatever running back is going to be the running back there. I think it's great for – I think it's tremendous for Jameis Winston. Yeah, he throws a great deep ball. Yes. Yeah. Deshaun Jackson's going to have 1,200 receiving yards this year. I agree. It's it's a Mike great Evans move. is going to have fourteen hundred receiving yards this year. It's going to open. Yeah, he's going to open so much stuff up underneath, just taking the top off the defense. But he's also a deep threat. That's I mean, he produces too. So I, it's not like a, he's not like just a a go long type of guy. Yeah, I he's think he's a it, big play guy, man. I think it's, it's a great. tremendous signing. I think it's a great fit. I I'm such a huge Jameis Winston fan as an athletic quarterback. I think he. In the next couple of years here, some of these older guys start to get out of it. Jameis Winston's going to be like the cream of the crop when it comes to dynasty. I mean, again, I, I traded De, uh, Des Bryant, and it took Jameis Winston was a deal breaker sure. for me to get him because I, I needed a quarterback. I needed a young mm-hmm. quarterback. Mm-hmm. And this is now, I feel with a guy like Jameis is, now I'm set at quarterback on my dynasty team for 10 years. I agree. <laughs> we always undermine. The only reason I traded the only reason I traded him is because I also had Dak Prescott and Mariota. Uh, Mariota in that league. So oh, I, I, and I, I knew no, why yeah, you were in totally, position to do that. Totally redundant. Again, why you draft best? Again, you draft. You have Mariota and you have Jameis Winston. It goes back in the category in your drafts or when you make trades. You want to take the best player available because it gives you assets to get other players. Sure. Prime example right there on a trade that we pulled off. Um, of giving up first for you know again. right, and the thing was that I I drafted. I drafted Winston, and then um, I ended up trading for Mariota in like a great trade. I got a first round, uh, first round pick, and Mariota for Matt Forte. So it was like a perfect. And then I'm, then I pick up, I picked up Dak Prescott off the waiver wire in that league, and then I mean it just all snowballed and it was insane. Like, to remember, yeah, I mean, and I got this Bryant. Yep, and, now and I you're got another first round pick back because I'm gonna get Alshon. Boo. 
There you go. I'm back in the first round. I'm so happy. Just where I want to be. I'm so happy. So Deshaun Jackson, yeah, I mean, if, if maybe he's not like a bad team, like I'm buying Deshaun Jackson right now. I'm going to belate first for Deshaun Jackson in Tampa Bay. Yeah, yeah love absolutely. Sure, so sure. Uh, he's a buy. Uh, let's um, go. Let's, let's just kind of rapid fire these last yeah, few. Yeah, Kendall Wright goes to Chicago. Yep. Eh. Yeah, I mean, he is being reunited with uh, Dow Loggins, uh, the offensive coordinator. That, that last time he had him, he, he did well. He got over 1,000 yards and stuff like that. It was the best season ever was with this guy. So he's back with him on hey, a one-year deal. With the potential to be the number one receiver there? Eh, yeah, maybe. Cameron Meredith, I think, has be the number, probably, yeah. probably has a better shot at it. Just oh, yeah. Body True. type and, and everything else going on there. Um, Cordell Patterson signs with Oakland. Who gives a crap? Uh, Terrence Williams signs a renewed contract there in Dallas. Stays there four years, four 17 years. million. Yeah. Um, Terrence Williams falls in the category of, like, you just want to have a guy. Like, he's your wide receiver five, six. Good guy to have on your roster in case, like, you get plagued with injuries for a week or bye weeks because he's somebody you can throw in there. And he'll have the... He's one of those guys that have about three weeks out of the year, four weeks out of the year that puts up pretty good numbers. He's literally one of those guys that I would have on my roster on the bottom, and then I would be constantly trying to upgrade him. But you would never cut him. Uh, no, I would upgrade him. But you would never cut him. I would upgrade him. But you wouldn't cut him. Once I found somebody that I had thought had higher upside, I would cut him. You would not cut Terrence Williams. I would cut him. You're a fibber. I'm not a fibber. Okay. Uh, Marcus Wheaton, two he just years. Doesn't, he just doesn't hold value to me, man. He's not going to ever help you win a championship. Listen, Matt, I am moving on. All right. I don't talk the liars. Okay. Hey, let's talk. Uh, <laughs> Marcus Wheaton. No, I get it, what you're saying. You're, I, I think Terrence Williams, though, is – I think he's like a wide receiver 5-6. I mean, it falls in that category. If you, you get devastated with injuries, you can put in there and kind of hope for the best. I would rather just not have anybody if, if, the, if it came to that and just lose. <laughs> okay, <laughs> that makes sense too. Hey, dynasty fantasy football. Even when you're losing, you're winning. You're winning. Exactly. Uh, Marcus Wheaton, two years in Chicago. We'll see you there. Uh, Robert Woods, big contract, five years, thirty-nine million, fifteen million guaranteed. Uh, this is a guy that averaged fifty catches, six hundred twelve yards in Buffalo. Goes to L.A. He's the number one receiver. Yeah, uh, I don't know about that, man. <laughs> who, I mean, who, by who? by default, but I don't think he's like. Hey, dude, throw him in your lineup. He's the number one. I mean, I don't think he's anything to write home about. Listen, <laughs> even as a number one wide receiver in the at the Ram, in the Rams offense, I'm not sure he's anything more than a shoddy at best wide receiver three in your lineup. He's a wide receiver three in your lineup. Yes, I agree with that. But I'm I'm laughing at because I'm like, man. For example, one of my best friends lives in LA. Mm-hmm. Pete, our good friend Pete. Sure. Uh and when the Rams moved there. He got Rams season tickets. He's a Chiefs fan, but you know, obviously, you got local football. Sure. He, he, like him and I were talking. He was showing me because I get these seats. Blah, blah blah blah. I'm like, no, I get these seats. So he gets Rams season tickets. The moment, the ten minutes after LA announced or the Chargers announced they're going to LA, I texted him like, dude, you need to cash change in those, uh, exchange those tickets for Chargers tickets. Like, I know, right? Can you imagine being a Rams fan? You have two receivers that you committed forty million dollars to. Their names are Robert Woods and Devon Austin horrible dude can you think of a worse starting two than those no that's bad man no that's really bad is there you're right is there literally a worse starting two wide receivers in the nfl those two dudes are paid too there's two receivers getting 40 million dollars that's insane and i can't think of a worse receiver combo not one they're they're bad man. can you think of one i think tavon austin's a gadget player he's not even really a wide receiver 
and Robert Woods should be like a number three or a number four on somebody's team, and he's going to be in your starting lineup. God bless America. God, God bless, bless free agency. Good Lord. Poor Jared Goff. He's going he's to fall on that Tim Couch effect. It, it's looking that way, man. They're not giving him anything to work with. Yep. So that's it. That's free agency from a dynasty perspective. Which is man, I good. cannot believe that it took us that long to get through that. Yeah. I thought um, maybe we'd have some time to talk about some other stuff. Yeah. But I guess well, we'll have to hold off. I told you. I told you when we started talking, like, let's talk about free agency just real quick. I'm like, this is not going to be quick. Yeah. Let's do a whole show on it. Yeah. Um, so in the meantime, uh, make sure you check out our friends, myfantasyleague.com. Uh, MyFantasyLeague.com is the site we use to host all our Dynasty site. That's where me and Richard are be leagues. laying down our trade here. In oh, the next yeah. Coming for sure. days. Number one Dynasty site out there today. The most accommodable site you could possibly see. And if you just want to check it out, if you don't use it, hit up at Fantasy Outlaw. He's our ADP specialist. You can follow him on Twitter at Fantasy Outlaw. And what you should do is, anyways, you should, we're, we constantly hold mock drafts for new startup leagues. That's how we get our ADP. Uh, and we do all those on MFL. So anytime we yep. say MFL, it's myfantasyleague.com. MFL, not N. M, M. It? Yeah, no, I know. It's, it's, hard. Oh. it's hard for anyone to understand that M, sometimes. as M. in monkey. Exactly. F, as in flamingo. L, as in lizard. All those things are correct. Yes. Uh, check them out. Uh, not only love them, tradi- just, we've been using them for six years, but also our nerd herd giveaway for the next two months is... MFL 10s. MFL 10s. MFL 10s are your chance to draft one team, best ball. You never put a starting lineup in. Whoever has the most points at the end of the year wins 100 bucks. Second place wins a free entry into MFL 10 next year. Oh, yeah. I joined about 10 of those a year. So they're fun. They're easy. You know, you just dra- it's just like a, almost like a drafting. Uh, it's like a, you're doing a mock draft, but you get something for it. You know? Yeah, exactly. You draft. And it's fun now because you do it. You can do it anytime. Right. There's no free agency. You just draft your team, and that's it. Yep. So if you draft your team and your whole team gets hurt, well, sorry. Yeah. Sorry about your luck. It's not a big investment either, 10 bucks. Yeah, it's know? 10 bucks. So right. make sure you check out their MFL 10s, too. Remember, if you want a chance to win an MFL 10, all you have to do is donate a dollar to the site. So what I recommend is you donate minimum 2 bucks to the site. That's going to qualify you for this month and next month as a Nerd Herd member. Remember, you have to be a Nerd Herd member to join or win a prize. Right. And again, so this month we're giving away 12 prizes. That's amazing. Look at us. I know. That's 120 bucks we're just giving away. So we're just going to give them all away at once? Is that how we're going to give away a whole league? Is that type of thing? Or or six one week, six another week? And no. Then... Yeah, you know what? Actually, let's do that. Let's give away um, let's give away six spots next week. Okay. So if you join, donate a dollar, and then we'll give away six spots the week after that. All right. And who also qualifies for all those MFL 10s? Who? The Superflex League members. Ooh. They want the door. Because remember, if you donate $25 to the site, there's two things that can happen here. Sure. One, you could be picked to play in a Superflex League startup league that Matt and I are playing in. It's going to yeah. be a $100 league, Superflex. Um, so you'll be in a league with Matt and I forever. Two, it makes you a Nerd Herd member for 25 months. Booyah. So even if you don't win, you're winning. That's two years, one month. Yeah, one case, sweet. In case you guys can't do the math. So in two years, if you win a Dynasty Nerds t-shirt, boom, paid for. Paid for, all by itself. Paid for. Yep. And what are the odds of you winning in two years? Probably pretty good. Pretty good, yeah. Right? Sure. So donate. Helps. Remember, all the money goes right back to the website. All right. We you, can also, you can also purchase t-shirts. The also. most comfortable. Remember, we have these rookie drafts are coming up, right? Yeah. There's nothing. I'm telling you, I've said this before. Nothing's going to say, I mean business more. When you walk in 
rocking that Dynasty Nerds t-shirt, and they're like, holy shit, I just lost this rookie draft. Yep, this guy is going to beat me. I'm, I got to high-five him. Look at all this research he's doing. I have to high-five him. Dang it. He knows what he's doing. Yep. He's got a Dynasty Nerds shirt on. Go in there and own that draft, man. Yeah, no, it's even better. You buy Dynasty Nerds t-shirt, you wear a button-up. Ooh. Right? So another guy walks in, you're like, not so fast, Pat Sajak. (laughs) With the second pick in the draft, uh, I got one Uh, too, buddy. (laughs) I too am ready to destroy this rookie draft, (laughs) my friend. Um, So, yeah, if you want to support a site that way, always buy Dynasty Nerds t-shirt. They are Tri-Blend American Apparel t-shirts. Literally the most comfortable t-shirt you will ever wear in your entire life. Um, And if you just want to feel frisky, just go ahead and donate to the site. Sure. Help us out. Absolutely. Help pay for the podcast. If you want to help the site out free, guess where I'm at on a uh, podcast? Uh, Reviews? Mention, yeah. 259. 259. Somebody help him out. Been that way for six days. Oh, my God. Rich is starting to itch. It's been killing me. Yeah. It's literally been killing me. Somebody help So if you have out. an iPhone, stop what you're doing. Give, leave, leave us a rating review. I don't even care if you hate us. Just so it says 260. I don't care. Like, I hate you guys. He does. He literally doesn't. And actually, he'll he'll share it with me if, if you say something negative. It, it'll be great. No, don't encourage people to say something <laughs> negative. That's bad for us. <laughs> no, he shares all the good stuff, too. I'm just well, the kidding. big thing the big thing about leaving a rating review on the iTunes, it just helps more more people follow us. It, it says, sure hey, people really like this guy, these guys. And you know what I didn't realize? Somebody put me onto it, one of my writers. Uh, all those reviews are American reviews. Oh, uh, what? Yeah, I didn't know. Like, I went through. We had like twenty reviews from Australia, twenty reviews from the United Kingdom, uh, Britain. Like all these, like each country has from their down own. under. Oh, dude, we got Matt. Dude, there's twenty people. Twenty people left a review from down under. Nice. We got a huge audience in Australia, apparently. Because me, twenty people that took the time to that's a review. Obviously, this shows. Because if we have two hundred fifty nine reviews for how many people actually download the podcast, it's a very small fraction of people. Sure. So I'm just going to take that and extrapolate it in Australia. Is basically the entire country of Australia listens to our Holy podcast. Holy cow! I love it down there. If 19 people in the United Kingdom left us a review, the entire the Queen of England <laughs> listens to this podcast. Amazing. Pipe down, Prince Harry. <laughs> I got to see what this Brandon Marshall signing does for my dynasty roster. Awesome, man. You know I've been playing dynasty fantasy football since 1932. <laughs> She actually invented it, didn't she? <laughs> yeah. No, that's uh, Kim Jong-un. He oh, that's that's right. Yeah. Not only did he invent Dynasty Fantasy Football and Fantasy Football, he's won every single year. That's right. With an undefeated season. <laughs> he owns it. Oh, man. Oh, did you know I own the Dallas Cowboys? Excuse me, I'm going to go shoot a hole in one. Everybody just laughs and nods so they don't get shot. Yes, you're right. Yes, Kim. Oh, yes, you're so good. So, well, that's it. All right. Those are all our plugs. Obviously, if you guys want to talk about Dynasty Fantasy Football on Twitter, hit me up at Dynasty Rich. I'm at Dynasty Matt. Make sure you follow the site at Dynasty Nerds. And we have about uh, another month until the, Dynasty, the actual NFL draft. In the meantime, we're going to cover two episodes on receivers. Still got to do tight ends. Yep. That's three weeks. Then we'll do another probably, should we do another rookie mock draft? Right before the combine, or should we just wait till after the combine? I think uh, draft. after the draft. Actually, I think we should just hold off if it's going to be that late and just do it right after. Okay, with some new uh, slotting, or or we could do one before and one after. We'll see. Well, then, well, then we'll have the actual Dynasty Nerds rookie draft like a couple weeks after the NFL draft. We've got to cover that. Wow, how well I do. Absolutely. Right? So, all right, guys, we've been rambling on long enough, or have we? Uh, no, we have. All right, happy St. Pa- Patrick's Day, guys. Stay safe out there, guys. All right. We'll see you at the top of the morning. Adios. Ready, set, Thanks for listening to the Dynasty Nerds Fantasy Football Podcast. Make sure to check us out at DynastyNerds.com for up-to-date Dynasty insight. And follow us on Twitter at Dynasty Nerds.